subtle results. Still you, but with fewer lines. Botox Cosmetic, out botulinum toxin A, is a prescription medicine used to temporarily make moderate to severe frown lines, crow's feet, and forehead lines look better in adults. Effects of Botox Cosmetic may spread hours to weeks after injection, causing serious symptoms. Alert your doctor right away as difficulty swallowing, speaking, breathing, eye problems, or muscle weakness may be a sign of a life-threatening condition. Patients with these conditions before injection are at highest risk. Don't receive Botox Cosmetic if you have a skin infection. Side effects may include allergic reactions, injection site pain, headache, eyebrow and eyelid drooping, and eyelid swelling. Allergic reactions can include rash, welts, asthma symptoms, and dizziness. Tell your doctor about medical history, muscle or nerve conditions including ALS or Lou Gehrig's disease, myasthenia Gravis or Lambert-Eaton syndrome and medications, including botulinum toxins, as these may increase the risk of serious side effects. For full safety information, visit BotoxCosmetic.com or call 877-351-0300. See for yourself at BotoxCosmetic.com. Want flexibility? Take yoga. Want flexibility with your health insurance? Check out United Healthcare Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly medical, dental, and vision coverage that may be right for you. More at UH1.com. Welcome to the Fringe of It, episode number 18. Okay, I'm going to paint a picture. Me and Liv are not together this week. And in front of me is the most beautiful thing you've ever seen. It's Liv, uh, fresh out of the shower with with a kind of, I don't know, fancy turban on your head. I mean, I, I was, do you know what? I was a bit rushed in the shower. I feel like I always start every single podcast episode going, well, do you know what? Justifying something. <laughs> I'm owning it, okay? Explain My yourself. Wet. You look great. I like it. Very chic. Oh, thanks. I just needed a quick solution for towel drying my hair and that was it. I think Charlotte's picture that I'm going to paint is far more glamorous because she has a flower wall behind her, which I am just unbelievably in awe of. Um, I did I did read the post today as well, um, plugging that in here. I was, I've never been so excited to see the science behind something so beautiful. I mean, so I have to disclose, it was a sponsored post with Hobbycraft. However... What you can do with a lot of baked flowers and a glue gun. It's the most beautiful thing I've ever seen. And I, I need to say, I don't know if I can actually say this, but my dad helped me. Oh, I'm, I, I do know that. I do know that. But only because I burnt my thumb on the glue gun, which I've also said in the blog post, please be careful with the glue gun. And what happened was I was busy telling him, do be careful with the glue gun because he's a bit slapdashing and he can be a bit speedy. And then a load of expletives came out of my mouth and I got a blister on my thumb. Well, it, it looks very worth it. It looks... I've never seen anything like it. I almost want to employ you to do my wedding decoration. I was about to say, I'm available for weddings, although you're probably better off hiring my dad because I think the bits that he did are better than the bits that I did. <laughs> I mean, I can't tell, but I will do. Anyway, how are you? I'm good. We've just got back from Pizza Express. Um, <laughs> Jack is 30 on Saturday, um, and my dad messaged and said would you like to go for tea? And obviously these days it's about where can you take a one-year-old and that's Pizza Express. You can take anyone of any age to Pizza Express. Absolutely. Um, but yeah, June, because she's not been very well, she's still not got her appetite back and she wasn't that interested in pizza, which you know she's still not, not great when she doesn't want pizza. That's a total benchmark for someone feeling unwell when they don't fancy like a pizza, um, ice cream or a cup of tea. Or a pasta bake, quite like a pasta oh. bake. Oh, God, yeah, always. What's your favourite pasta bake? Mine's Dormio creamy tomato every time. Oh, quite controversial. Really? Oh, I just, I like a good old just pomodoro with mozzarella. Oh, nice. Maybe yeah. we'll have to have a pasta bake-off. Oh, I like that, I like that. Um, but yeah, apart from that, I'm, well, I say apart from that, I love Pizza Express, um, but it was just quite stressful because June wasn't, well, and one-year-olds do whatever they want. But yeah, she wasn't really kind of feeling the chilled-out ambience that we were trying to create in the in the back garden. <laughs> she wasn't into the smooth jazz. <laughs> she was, actually. She was kind of wiggling those hips. She started doing this dance where she wiggles her hips and then puts her hands on her head that could be, like, mistaken for a bit Rihanna. I need, oh, to, I need, cool. I need to tell her that's not a good move. Juna Leaper. <laughs> I'm glad you've had a lovely week. It's, it's sad not being with you this week, but Free People was a... It was so good. I'd like, I want to do that every week. And also, how good did it sound? 
It sounded so. I think we should have Chris every single week. Chris was our sound man and he was exceptional. I've actually sent Chris an email. That's reminded me he's not replied. I thought we got on really well. He said we were going to go for a coffee. Hmm. You've been stood up. Oh my God. The one, the one time I've put myself out there to another man in like <laughs> nearly a decade and I get, I get reject, rejection like this. Well, maybe he's shy, but no, Chris, you were amazing if you're listening. I doubt it. You, I doubt you, you, it. I doubt it. <laughs> he's definitely got different things, different things instead of better things to be doing. But he was amazing. Sound sounded better than when we do it not live. So that's been noted. And <laughs> it was just a delight. Thank you if you did come. And if you didn't come, do stay tuned because we have another event coming up very, very soon with more tickets. Yeah, more tickets. That was an intimate intimate event at Free People, wasn't it? Yeah, well, it was good, though, in a way, because I feel like I wanted to get used to how it would be in front of an audience. I didn't want to sound like we were just chatting. Like, almost, you know, when you're like, you go out for dinner with loads of friends and then two people are chatting and everyone else just sits in silence watching two people chat because they get on the best. Oh, yeah, you awkward. You didn't want it to be like that, and it wasn't. We had great audience participation. Everyone was absolutely delightful. Yeah, I think that was I think that was a good warm up. So stay tuned. Don't want to plug the Facebook group, but you know, do go to the Facebook group because that is the first place we announce anything and everything. Let's go to shopping. What have you been buying this week, Liv? Do you know what? Not an awful lot. There are three things I'm going to talk to you about in this little segment. The first being what happened on Saturday because I went. <gasps> sh- <gasps> sorry, sorry to interrupt. Carry on. I went what? shopping for wedding dresses which was so grown up and up until this point I hadn't really had one of those moments I'm really indecisive for um reference but by I the way really... she's um side note she's what's she she's not the cat's mother Liv is really indecisive like I didn't quite realize how indecisive you were uh just to interrupt Liv's now taking the <laughs> turban off her head and um, I don't really know how to describe what's under underneath put it this way it's definitely off brand it's not the fringe of it there is no fringe but um I, sh- I need to take it out of the term because otherwise it will dry in a weird way Fine. um as you can see that started happening yeah I think that's beyond help <laughs> um okay leave my hair alone um see so yeah, I went wedding wedding dress shopping and I hadn't really had the moment so far where you're expected to be like oh it's the one like loads of people have said when you go wedding dress shopping you'll you'll see it and you'll be like that is it and because I am so indecisive, I've probably seen about 12. I've been like, that's nice. Yeah, that would be quite nice on the day. And nothing that anyone's gone, oh, oh, ah. Um, and I did try on a couple of dresses that could definitely, definitely be the ones. Oh, really? Um, yes, yeah, so I'm going back hopefully this weekend or next um, just to try on a couple more from one more designer. And then, yeah, just see. It's definitely not what, I expected or I know anyone People else would say this don't they yeah I really I I didn't think that I didn't know I, I thought I knew what I wanted and not at all not at all so that that I haven't bought anything yet I've put no deposits down but um, you're, you're edging closer I'm edging closer and I know that's going to kind of blow the shopping budget for weeks um but aside from that I've been looking at holidays um oh. Tell, talk to me about holidays. If oh. I feel like the whole of my Instagram feed is on holiday, I'm furious. This is me. This is me. And last week, when we met for the Free People event, I was having a bit of a crisis of confidence of sorts. And me and Charlotte had a bit of a pep talk. And, and a Charlotte pedicure. Like, and a pedicure, because that always helps. And Charlotte was like, you need a holiday. And I've never been in, in, in agreement more. And in short, I've started looking at holidays. And it's just... It's so hard to know where to start. I've discovered booking.com. <laughs> that brand new website. <laughs> I know, that's the thing. Like, where I was like, oh, you've never used that. I'm literally 80 years old. Um, I haven't, we haven't been on a proper holiday for years. Like, me and Jack last went away when we went to Berlin. I think I've said this before, but that was pre-pregnancy. We haven't been on a proper holiday. I'm desperate for a proper holiday. Also, with the city break, even if you get it wrong with your accommodation, it doesn't matter because you've got so many other things to do that it's just somewhere to rest your head. Whereas if you're wanting to chill out, relax by the pool, like you need to make sure that you're spending your hard-earned money on the right place. And it's just, oh, it's, yeah, I, I totally know what you mean. Holiday overwhelm. 
it's very it's very tricky so we've just kind of felt a bit like not knowing where to start the point where we're like it's actually going to creep up and we're going to not book anything so we will stay in the UK which I don't mind because the weather in the UK has been glorious to the point where I'm just looking up Lido's and thinking wherever there's a Lido I will go on holiday have Lido live or travel honestly I've seen there's one a really lovely one in Bristol there's a nice one that one's cold is it wagging my finger and be (laughs) that one's cold I'm such a nana but it's very cold it's very lovely but yes that's what I've been doing so I've not really actually bought anything but I've been pondering two things that could potentially be quite spendy so um I feel like they need to be thought about before leaping into anything but if booking.com's got anything to do with it I'll be on there as soon as we've hung up what was the third thing you said there was three things oh the third oh the third thing I'll tell you what the third thing is is ice cream oh oh I was gonna talk about ice cream this is perfect is this is well, the same one. which one have you been talking about the one that I saw you buy. Oh, yeah, but I can't remember the name of it. What's the purple it? one. The purple one. There's two brands. So the ice cream that we're talking about has got between, like, and right, first of all, disclaimer, I'm not massively into calories. They don't, they don't inform what I eat. But a whole tub of ice cream, Ben and Jerry's size, that's only got 360-ish calories for the whole tub, I'm interested Oh, this this is the same one I bought. So I bought it after seeing you talk about it, thinking I'll give it a go and just not knowing what to expect. And last night I sat down to Love Island and I was like, normally I dish out my ice cream into a bowl. I didn't do that. I just sat down with the tub and I was literally halfway through and I thought, I've got to stop. This is quite criminal. But every time you're like taking a spoonful and turning it around, it tells you that there's nothing there's nothing in it and I know it's probably full of sweeteners yeah and I know but the thing is the problem is this time of year all you want to do is eat ice cream but you can't you can't start adding a magnum at the end of every day like we're going to be in a right pickle come September so yeah I've got the name of it so there's halo which is the, the first one I tried but the second one I tried which I actually preferred was Breyers which that's is, what I had yeah b-r-e-y-e-r-s S. S. Really struggled there. Um, what flavour did you have? Sorry, did you did I just ask you this? Um, no, you didn't. I had chocolate. Right. How how was that? Well, I liked amazing. it. I have it I've just... had cookies and cream of both brands, and Breyers knocked knocked the socks off me. Did it have real cookies and cream bits in it? Yeah, it had like proper chunks of cookie in it. Wow. It was really good because I just buy whichever one of the two is on offer. They just like take it in turns and then at the weekend I have a Magnum. Oh, that's smart. I have my Mars. I've got my Mars ice creams. Yeah. In well, I can't find Mars ice creams. I feel like the, the fringe of it contingency is like selling out across the country. Also had one of those panics this week realising that I have literally no clothes appropriate for over 24 degrees in my wardrobe. So as it's really hot in the UK at the moment, it's about 27 degrees pretty much every day. I have looked into my wardrobe. I have like one pair of shorts that is so tight that it's actually more uncomfortable than anything else. And one vest top. And I'm like, what does one wear when it is this hot? Like you want to dress like you're on holiday, but... It's, it's tricky. I've done the same. I've got a lot of dresses for like 18, 19, 20, 21 at a push. Yeah. Anything over that... So I think what I would like to wear, I've decided when looking in my wardrobe earlier, is like a thick strapped, like floaty maxi with like just a lot of fabric, yeah. get get the wind up there. Yeah, see that's the thing, but then I like sometimes trying to get a bit of colour to my legs. Yeah, true. So maybe a midi, I don't, I, yeah, maybe we need to go shopping. Yeah, I think we do. So next week, Providing this heat wave stays, which I think it's meant to, we might actually be able to recommend some great holiday clothes. If anyone's got any suggestions, though, please shout. And what have you been buying this week? I feel like I was really went off on one then. Oh no! I well, I kind of was excited because one of the things on my list that I've been buying was was the ice cream. So I think I think I can say this. Can you hear me? I've lowered lowered my voice. Jack's in the house, and it's his thirtieth on Saturday. And his birthday present from me, his mum and his dad <laughs> is is a lazy spa hot tub. <laughs> Your face. What? So, what is that? So basically, it's a massive inflatable hot tub. Oh my God. 
I know, how good. So basically, for the past two years, Jack's birthday present last year was um, four tyres for the car, and the year before was a washer washer dryer. So this year, he said to his mum, well, like, I think he was thinking about it for ages, and then he was like, I know what I want. And then he sent it to me, and I was like, oh, Jack, don't be ridiculous. And then halfway through, I was like, ridiculous. No, sorry, this isn't ridiculous. But that's a present for you. Absolutely. So um, you can fit two to four people in said hot tub. Um, unfortunately, we can't upgrade to, I think it's the Paris edition, because that has pink lights in it, but that is a bit spendy. The Paris edition. <laughs> They're named like LA, Miami, Paris. So next time I come to yours, we can record the podcast from the hot tub. Absolutely. And you can buy this, this, I don't even know what the word is, like additional item and you clip it on the side and you can put your drinks and your snacks in it I mean I can't wait um, yeah I think they're outside I'm trying to listen to where June and Jack are been banished to the garden um yeah hopefully it's okay to say and this will be live on Monday and and well he won't have his hot tub but he'll know it's coming so um (laughs) yeah so I, I never thought that I would say to you this week I've been buying a hot tub but um that is hilarious. Isn't it hilarious? Um, oh, yeah. yeah, I can't wait to see the reviews. I mean, pretty much, I mean, people always have a grumble on Amazon, but what's not to love about an inflatable hot tub? Nothing. So, apart from that, what else have I been buying? Oh, really, really kind of not that exciting. I've been buying some more sandals. Ooh. Not, not exciting. I love a Birkenstock, but I've got the single strap Birkenstocks and I feel like the world's moved on. And they've all got the double strap Birkenstocks, including yourself. Is it the Arizona? I'm not sure of it. I'm not sure of their name, but I do. I, I feel you. Yeah. So I've ordered some of those. In fact, they were dispatched two days ago. Note to self: do chase those up after the podcast. Um, and the other thing that I bought was I've seen it on Instagram a few times, and then it came up on an Instagram um, advert, which, by the way, really work. I'm always shopping off those things. So. Keep on, marketers. Warchild and Bella Freud have done a charity T-shirt and I think it's about £25 and all the proceeds go to Warchild. Um, and it says peace and love in like Bella Freud's kind of handwritten font in pink and red. And I am thrilled to bits with it. I really want it. I saw it on your Instagram and I was like, God, it's a good T-shirt and it's for charity. And I think that's the thing. I think quite a few people on Instagram have bought it. But the thing is, you see the T-shirt and you're like, that's really cool. And as soon as you see it's for War Child, you're like, fine, have my money. Like, yeah, it, yeah. I think I don't want to talk about merch again. But if you get it right, the people are buying. Amen. So um, I bought that. And then the other thing that I bought... Um, Again, I'm not that exciting. My, my charity t-shirt was exciting, but I bought a, a really great onesie from Anthropology. Oh, yeah. I've seen it IRL. Yeah. So it was um, half price. I'd seen it full price, and I was like, you're going in the sale. Like, absolutely nobody's buying you full price. You're too expensive. It's just a grey mole onesie, and it's got pockets and a little drawstring tie, long sleeves. It's actually too warm for this weather. And um, lo and behold, I was on the King's Road the other day, and there she was just sat winking at you from the shop i was just about to say winking (laughs) so that's what i've been buying it's um as far as nothing can beat the hot tub shall we quickly mention the hilarious pedicure we both went for oh can we can we please oh my god so me and liv woke up last friday at liv's house after the free people recording and we'd both just had a bit of a week liv more so than me and we just kind of thought we're not doing much work today and we both really wanted a pedicure so we basically called the whole of south london yeah not quite um and then eventually we found somewhere and we were just really pleased it looked like a you know you just a standard nail salon they had the big leather chairs with the massage massage they had a lotus picture on the wall yeah we we were and also the color selection oh unrivaled it was extensive i've never seen anything like it um you went for pink i went for red i mean (laughs) but yeah i mean how to describe it Liv? it was just we had all manner of conversations my my favorite highlight was um when your um therapist started cutting her own toenail (laughs) yeah yeah i was just about to say that was my particular highlight so we were near the end and they've done an amazing job. And I tell you what, I will go back because 
it was one of the best pedicures I've ever had. However, her, like towards the end, she was just uh, started cutting her toenails. <laughs> and I was just like, didn't want to look at Liv because I was like, if I look at you, I am going to, I'm going to lose it. So I was just kind of like, I just looked down. I was like, all I could see was the Instagram filter that goes dun, 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 dun. And like zooming in on it. I was like, how, how are you, how are you, what, this wouldn't happen anywhere else. And she was like, oh, this has been bugging me for days. I just, I just need, I just need to, need to grab these two. Not just one, two, two, two toenails. And I was thinking if it was the hands, maybe, maybe okay. We'd made them feel too comfortable. I think that was the problem. Yeah, I mean, yeah, we'd we'd kind of like, one of them had lent me a mirror. We were just telling them the ins and outs of life. Um, But honestly, my mum, she said she'd never seen such a good pedicure on my foot. I will be back. Oh, yeah, next time you're down, we'll we'll, we'll go back again and talk in the next adventure we have there. Yeah, in the meantime, it will um, remain nameless because I I don't want them shutting down because my my smeet, my smeet, my feet are smooth (laughs) as babies. I forgot, I've had one Prosecco. Oh, there we go. There we go. There she is. Shall we move on to Telly Chat? Telly Chat. Is that, is that your name? So, what have you been watching on Telly this week? I have been watching a programme on Netflix called Shits Creek, which is spelt C, sorry, S C H I T T. Um, so I'm not swearing. And it's the dad from American Pie. Is he called Eugene Levy? And then the mum from Home Alone. I um, can't remember her name. I just remember her camel coat. And oh, yeah. um, it's about them and their children. And basically, they start off the programme. They're really rich. And then it's it's Canadian. And um, the Inland Revenue turn up, or the Canadian equivalent. And basically, they've lost all their money from for whatever reason. That's really irrelevant to the, to the programme. And as a joke, the dad bought the son um, a town, like, years ago. It was like, they were just, that's how rich they were. And they have to go and live in this in this little town. And they have to go live in a motel. And obviously, they were so rich. They were so far removed from the real world. So it's really silly, um, but really funny. And also, what I love about when you find a new TV show like that, there's four series of it to get through. Oh, my God. Is it quite new? Um, I well, I mean, I just... I don't know. I've never seen it before. Um, mm-hmm. No, it was... Uh, sorry, I've got a Wikipedia page up because I, I do my research. So it came out in 2015 um, and then the fourth season came out in 2018. So it's, you know, to be fair for us, that's relatively new. So I was going to say, like, it's not 80s, 90s. <laughs> yeah, no, it's it's like... But it's just little half-hour episodes. And the family, I'm, I'm sure there's going to be a point where they have, like, redeemable qualities because at the moment they are just awful. They're just awful. Really? Like, just so not in touch with reality. They've just lived in this, like, kind of decadent, rich world for so long and they just don't know how the real world operates. Um, and slowly but surely, like, the children are integrating a little bit better. And the child in it, I say the child, they're, like, in their 20s, is actually Eugene's son. Oh. So, yeah. This- Sounds really, really good. I'm really actually genuinely keen on watching that. Yeah, no, I'm really into it. And I've got in my diary um, that Glow starts finally on Friday. So um, I can just kind of watch as much of that as possible till Glow. And then I'll watch Glow and then we'll go back to Ships Creek. I say we. I've been watching it solo. Actually, a bit with my mum. So um, I don't know what the policy is, actually, if, if you watch things with your mum. Like, is that like with a boyfriend where you have to wait for them? Hmm. to watch it I'm not sure bit trickier hmm I'll, I'll give her a text I'll see what she wants to do hmm curious and then weirdly so I've been watching that and then it's just um, talking about the dad from American Pie I switched on Channel 5 the other day and Cheaper by the Dozen 2 was on you know that film with <gasps> Steve Martin yes and he was he's the other dad in that Ah. So I've had like my Eugene Levy fix for this for this decade because I don't think I've seen him on the screen since American Pie. Oh my god, and you're like, no more Eugene. <laughs> I don't know, he's very handsome in his old age. Mm. Like he's he's really neating those eyebrows up. Oh. Hello, Eugene. Yeah, I don't know if I just haven't been out for a while. Maybe. Watch it. Get back to me. Let me let me know your verdict. I- 
I think I will. I'm not. I'm not even just saying it. <laughs> what have you been watching? Well, apart from Love Island, which I will go into really shortly in a minute. I'll get my um, timer ready. Get your timer ready. I went to see Ocean's Eight, which was really good, actually. Um, it wasn't like it's my favorite film ever. I hadn't seen any of the uh, previous Ocean's films. Oh, I've, I've seen them all. Mm. Um, so Ocean's Eight. I feel like I've, I do live on another planet. Um, sometimes because of June. Is this all female? All female. Um, I did like it was. It was quite cheesy at times. Um, I didn't. I wasn't wild for it, but there were some good moments. It was quite, like there were things that I was like, "Oh, if I were to ever plan a heist, I'd be taking note on that." Oh well, that's uh, good to know. You never know where we're going to end up. You don't. So at the beginning, um, Sandra Bullock went into a department shop and she had some perfumes and she was like, oh, can I return these? And she obviously just picked them up. She picked them up from another part of the shop and they were like, do you have a receipt? She was like, no, no, I don't have a receipt. And then they were like, do you have the card you paid? And she was like, no. She was like, well, can I at least get a bag for them then? And they gave her a bag and she put the new stuff in it and walked out. And I was like, oh my god do people do that it's genius not that i'd ever do it but i was like this is not genius <laughs> well it's not genius but i was like if you're a crook i was like smart a crook um, that's a such, crook. such an innocent word if you're one of those meddling kids um so yeah i did enjoy that Anne hathaway had some funny moments in it i would yeah it was it was okay it was one of those films that i think I know they're made for a female cast, so there's more roles for females. But then sometimes I'm like, oh, I wish the film was better. Because you're all great actresses. You're all great. And I feel like you deserve better roles than this. But um, it was good. It was very, like, easy to watch. I went to Peckham um, Multiplex Cinema, which is amazing. $4.99 a ticket. Oh, yeah. I was I was in my happy place. Um, And yeah, it was really it was it was good. It was good. It was it was an easy watch. Talking about cinema ticket prices, because that's the kind of worms that you've just opened. So my old cinema, there was, I, I think I've said, there was a little, like, old vintage one. The tickets were £2.50. You could upgrade them to £3.50. And then if, wow. if if they weren't showing the film we wanted, we'd go to the multiplex and we'd go to view. And that was four ninety nine. In Lincoln, we've only got an Odeon and the tickets are, like, £12. I was going to say, I was like, when you said four ninety nine, I was like, steal, steal. Because in London, £12, even in like, do you know what, Joe and I found a quite a nice cinema in Haymarket. And £12, we got really fancy seats and we thought we had lucked out. Because normally, we're scooping out about 20 quid and I think that is just not good. Well, you can buy the deluxe DVD for that and two tubs of that ice cream. I know. I, I, you should be paying me. <laughs> <laughs> oh God, have we reached this age? Um, right, you ready? I've got my timer. Right. There here is Liv's Love Island Minute. So what I've realised about Love Island is how hard it is to keep track of things over the period of a week. Because last night I was watching on 10 Minutes on Catch Up and so much changed in 10 minutes alone. I was like, how can I summarise this in 60 seconds? But I'm going to try. So that aside, um, Wes, one minute I thought you were the most mature man ever for not kissing Megan. And then you became the most immature man in seconds. So I was fuming about that. Fuming at Megan, who seriously does not understand girl code. No wonder she's got no girlfriends outside of the house. And then Laura, I actually feel sorry for her. I think they should put a pilot in so they can go travelling together. And then Alex, oh, I've always had such a difficult run. And I feel like he's had a lot of confidence knocks. And if people, and I, he's not a good arguer. I think he's as bad at arguing as I am. But then if he didn't argue, people would say he had no backbone. There's just so many little things. I almost feel a bit sorry for Eyal as well, which is something I never thought I'd say because he is, as Wes says, quite niche and definitely not Jim Carrey, as Megan says. But I really hope he pairs up with someone and Megan maybe finds the boot. But we'll find out tonight, which obviously will be like already have happened by Monday. But yeah, is that a minute? Is that, that a minute? Yeah, that's a minute. And to be fair, you just spend 10 seconds saying... Um, that you don't have to sum it up in a minute. So, yeah, you did it. I think, I'm loving those. I, I think that was... I did quite well then. I, I that was brilliant. I like so... And also, because I watched the first episode, I feel like I am almost kind of know what you're talking about. Yes! Yeah, I'm really glad. Someone said they wanted me to extend it to maybe, like, two minutes. Who so, said uh, this? Someone on Twitter. I can't remember her name. I'm sorry. Well, it's is... a good job I don't know her name because that is not happening, finger wag. I feel like it just makes you a better podcaster. 
Thank you. It's, it's training me. Yeah, definitely. No, I really enjoy them. And um, thanks for that, Liv. And we'll uh, catch up with Love Island next week. Oh, thanks for that, Charlotte. <laughs> or you could alternatively see what I'm getting up to on Twitter, where I talk about Love Island every single night. Oh my god! So we have a fringe of it um, Twitter account, and I have the email address it is linked to on my phone. All I get are emails from Twitter saying you have missed Olivia Grace's twenty tweets. Because it because it emails me every twenty four hours, and I'm like, is she doing anything else apart from tweeting? You're like, I purposely did that. I feel like you cannot watch it and tweet about it any other time other than it being live. Otherwise, you're just miles behind people. Well, you're Sometimes, lost in a seat. Have you had anything go viral? Um, I had one last night, which wasn't even funny, and it got like a thousand or thirteen hundred like favorites. And I was like, this wasn't even the good stuff. But I think it's frustrating because I had a phone call with my dad, and he was like, coming up. With all these great things and I was like god if only I'd had these last night when I could have tweeted them but Uh, anyway there's nothing more satisfying than a tweet going viral oh you know one can dream yeah I'm gonna put it on my CV so this week's topic is a bit of a long one but um I haven't come up with a catchier title so I do apologize but this week's topic is about being a caring citizen of the world and self-care so looking after yourself versus being a good human Normally, being a little extra might be a bit much, but not when it comes to healthcare. That's why United Healthcare's Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, supplement your primary plan so you manage out-of-pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. So I'm not saying that the two are unrelated. I'm not saying that you can't look after the world um, or fight the good fight. But sometimes it feels overwhelming. Yeah. And this is something that me and Liv kind of keep... It, I don't know, it keep, keeps kind of coming up, doesn't it? Yeah, it's something that I feel like, yeah, we go round and round. And it always kind of co- connects to this. Um, and I think it's such a meaty topic. And I think it's something that... It's a nice thing to talk about where people don't feel guilty for not doing enough or not. I don't know. I think it's something there's always guilt attached to it, which in turn makes you feel like a bit of a bad person, which isn't the message. Yeah, I think I think the things that we're talking about, you know, helping the environment kind of um, and like helping charities or helping um, those less fortunate than you or, um, you know, having a better diet, exercising more. Um, I, I don't know. There's just so many things I feel like. Every kind of hour of the day, I'm kind of faced with a with a decision, and I feel like there's an underlying current of guilt um, where I think I could be doing more, or I shouldn't be eating that, or I should be should be kind of maybe not sat in front of the TV, and I should be out there kind of like changing the world for the better. Mm. It is hard. I feel like every time, especially because there is a thing that if you do something, you should be doing everything. And this actually popped up last week, which we had an extensive talk about. Um, And I did, I'm going to tie it back to this because I think it's quite a good connection. But I did a post on Instagram with a water filter company. So I was really guilty of buying a lot of plastic bottles and not really drinking the tap water in my area because it didn't taste really nice. Not really nice. It didn't taste very nice at all. It didn't taste really nice. Some people, I don't mean some people, but I can pretty, pretty much drink tap water wherever. But my old housemate who was Glaswegian she just I remember when she moved from Scotland to London she just couldn't stand the tap water she was like it's just horrendous and that's the thing and I know how lucky we are to have tap water I'm not saying that but I spoke about this from a point of view that I was like hey if like me you do use a lot of plastic here's an alternative um obviously if you already drink tap water this this won't apply to you and it was met with such a lot, lot, such a lot of praise, but also quite a few little criticisms in the sense that it was like, hey, why are you talking about this when you fly on airplanes? Or why are you talking about this if you eat meat? And I just thought, like, surely we, by everyone doing what they can do, that's more important than anything else. It just made me really think about 
actually putting the message across in itself about just doing the little things so yeah. whether because I think I think that was you know one person said it's not about the little things we need to make big changes we need to make drastic changes you know um there's so many documentary documentaries highlighting the damage that humans are doing I totally agree to the planet um but at the same time I find if you start doing small steps like slowly but surely you like layer on those and you build on those and then because I think a, a lot of kind of changing your habits um for the better and it is for the better seem overwhelming they seem completely daunting so like a lot of people don't do them um whereas like I th- like I I said to you I totally agree with doing small steps you have to start somewhere and that's what starts the momentum for the bigger changes like the talk about plastic at the moment or the tv programs about it that's always started by a few people talking about it which leads on to like a snowball um, and I've actually done an interview with my friend Gina Martin on the blog, which will be going up. It should be up actually by the time the podcast so goes up. So let's tell everyone what an amazing thing Gina's done, because we actually haven't spoken about it on the podcast before. So Gina is an amazing, amazing campaigner, and she is a writer by trade. But last year at British Summertime, she experienced upskirting, which if you're unfamiliar with that, is when essentially someone takes a picture of your crotch or in between your legs without your consent obviously and and it's not a sexual offence there was nothing police could do about it when she reported it and basically she started a campaign last year to make it completely like make it a law that that become a sexual offence um and I spoke to her basically saying like how do you implement change like that because I think that to me seems like an enormous thing to take on as an individual to kind of say actually like I don't know like when I when I asked her I said how do you start and she said it feels really scary but you keep saying it to yourself you're like we shouldn't have to go through this but then who's going to be the person that says I'm going to start this ball rolling and obviously she did and she just gave me loads of really helpful tips about making those changes and she said that essentially don't do it alone Um, that was something I got from her interview with me she said like everything is available online from when she started the campaign she had to research loads of lawyers like previous bills that had been passed she said she just had to sit on the internet and just start writing she had writing to your local mps writing to people sending letters and she just worked so tirelessly and it really opened my eyes and showed me that you know if you do want to see something change be it the size of your recycling bins the street lights on your area anything all it takes is you actually being the first person person to make those steps yeah absolutely I think um so Gina got that bill passed it's probably two weeks ago now isn't it um it yeah. actually made the mainstream news when um one of the Tory MPs blocked it um for whatever reasons he wants to he wants to justify so like Gina did that in in just oh well just under a year really which was just yeah. unbelievable but I think um yeah what you're saying about like contacting your MPs like there's so many letters and things online like draft outlines that you can do um I think I was thinking about it in the shower I think about a lot of these things in the shower because um you know obviously plastic's a really big one um and the environment um and recycling so I think for me obviously having a baby it's a big environmental impact so we use biodegradable nappies um emma bunton i've mentioned before but does um has a company called kit and kin and we use those and somebody said um i think i saw on on maybe your thread on on the filter you know biodegradable isn't always the answer but i think when it comes to nappies you can use cloth nappies but i don't know it's like some of my friends use cloth nappies and at some points they've given up because it is really labor intensive and sometimes when you know children have you know they're repeatedly kind of soiling their nappies you um you know it that's kind of a happy medium and then it kind of like makes me think if i had another child i'm more confident in nappies maybe i would move on to cloth nappies so it's going back to those small changes yeah of course it is and also i think um you know, we can all make the decision to use recyclable um, or reusable water bottles. You know, I try and go to the farm shop to buy my produce from there. But often, you know, I do have to go to the supermarket because it's the quickest and the easiest way. And lots of people aren't going to kind of go out of their way to help the environment because it's not, 
it's, it's not convenient and we live, I've gone on a rant, sorry, I will let you talk in a second, but lots of people, you know, don't do it because it's not convenient and I think the supermarkets and the bigger kind of like chains have a, have a, have a big responsibility. So it was just tying back to what you said about writing letters and, you know, getting in contact with the people that can make the big change for like the bigger picture. Completely. And I think it applies for lots of things. Same with fashion. I have spoke about this a bit on my on my blog. And I feel like there is such a responsibility to shop ethically, which I think is so important if you can. But again, it's not convenient for everyone. It's not affordable to shop ethically all the time. And I think sometimes it's being able to be considerate to other people because I remember speaking about fashion and I listed quite a few ethical brands I really like. So there's like Reformation and People Tree. But again, their brands are quite expensive and then I suppose I, I spoke about Monkey and H&M and a few people said but H&M aren't like aren't sustainable and I said in general perhaps they're not but there are branches of their brand that are trying to do more sustainable work which if you are on a budget makes makes it feel like you can contribute to a bit of a better better environment without having to fork out hundreds and it's difficult because I feel like there are veins of everything that everyone could do better but you can't no one's perfect and I think when we were having this discussion about um the whole water filter thing I thought like no one is perfect there's always a situation where someone's bought a bottle of water or taken a flight and there aren't alternatives to everything at the moment we are in an age where you know fortunately more alternatives are becoming more available but some things there aren't at the moment and it's just being sparing where you can with things when they're not necessary but then equally realizing that okay you might do some things but you can sacrifice in other areas if that makes sense yeah I think so, so to tie the self-care aspect into this it's like it, it's trying to be the best human that you can but you know sometimes it's exhausting um, and sometimes you know you need to like recharge your batteries so like Gina for example you know I'm sure at points she literally had to like sit down take a break and just think tonight is not the night that I'm going to fight that fight just let me recharge these batteries and I'll be back again tomorrow and um, I think there's that phrase is it you can't fill somebody's somebody's else's cup if yours is empty completely and I said this to her and she said to me she felt very guilty because she works full-time alongside this which and she is was incredible like, unbelievable she said how tired she was feeling and I said oh no she was just saying that she felt really guilty for having to be late to work sometimes I said but you're changing something that affects every woman in your office and it affects so it's such like a selfless and generous campaign to be doing that you're doing all on your own that you can't feel guilt for those things and equally looking after yourself is so so important because it's a kind of like the saying that's like who like what is it I think I said this last time where it was like who can oh no I did mention it last week and I couldn't say it last week on the podcast either it was like, like if you can't love yourself how do you expect anyone else to love you but the same thing about the cup like yeah I think um my my other favorite analogy is uh, the oxygen mask thing so, oh, you know, yeah, when, when you're on an aeroplane, you put yours on before your child. And until I had a child, I was like, of course I'd put my child's on first. But if I can't help my child by, by putting my oxygen mask on first, like I can't help her or who, who like or help anybody else. And I think that's what I mean. I'm not talking about like self-care as in, I don't know, um, like a luxurious way, but just like, you know, what hopefully all trying our hardest but sometimes you're going to be able to do more in certain periods of your life than others sometimes you're going to have a really testing period of, of your life it might be a relationship it might be a job it might be financial you might have had a child and you just might not be able to fight and put as much good out into the world as you might at other times and I think that ebb and flow things really important oh a hundred percent especially with things like this new I think it's it's a conversation that you want to be able to have on a playing field that's totally level and totally just like hey if you can't do this that's fine if you can that's fine but if we're all learning and we're all trying our best and I think that's the biggest thing to realize yeah I think um actually I had a really interesting email going back to little things but cloth bags um for like going to the supermarket like I try and not use the plastic bags and actually Morrison's have just started using paper bags but I got an email from Alexandra Stanglewitz 
wits or wits. I'm sorry, um, Alexandra, um, if I've pronounced that wrong, and I definitely have. Um, but she is an illustrator and she's based in Warsaw and she's actually done these really beautiful illustrations on cloth bags. So like you, you, you're kind of incentivized to remember them when you go to the supermarket. They've got herbs on um, and they're really beautiful. I'll put a link on them to... Um, in the Facebook group. And it's just, you know, things like that. You know, now we're kind of like programmed to remember our um, bags when we go to the supermarket. And then it's like remembering like not to use the plastic bags and, and all things like this. Um, I just keep trying to kind of add new things every week. I'm like, what can I do better this week? Um, but some weeks I'm, it, it's just about getting by and surviving. Of course it is, of course it is. And it's nice to have little things every week. Maybe we could add that every week. A yeah, little maybe we could start a, um, a Help the World thread. Um, yeah. And then each week, you know, have you thought about this? Have you thought about that? Yeah, that's the thing. Like every week I'm learning something new. Like I learned that black plastics aren't recyclable. So now whenever I buy meat in the supermarket or anything that is available on black plastic, I'll choose something that isn't on black plastic. So oh, I can I still recycle I did not know it. that. Exactly. I didn't know until last week. So they apparently when you're when meat's being sold in supermarkets, it's put on black plastic to make it look a bit more fancy when actually that can't be recycled because the machine doesn't pick it up. Oh, that's cool. And I also read somewhere, sorry that I don't have the exact source, but I, it might be Morrison's again, where you are going to get points if you take in receptacles. <laughs> sorry that word's just cracked me up so that you know if you buy things from the deli counter um, you can actually put those uh, straight in there and um, you'll get points and be rewarded for that so you know it's and it's slowly but surely that these things I mean I, I don't mind but some people feel uncomfortable they don't want to kind of have that interaction with somebody where it's where it's like oh could you put it in this and they're like oh, hang on, I've, I've, not, I've not experienced this before and it becomes yeah. a bit awkward, um, you know, and there's so many, you know, so many reasons for, and you, we've just got to start making it easier for people. I think that's it and, that, and not being scared to have those conversations. Like after the post I did, I did feel a bit like, a bit, I don't know, a bit uncertain about ever having those kind of discussions again because I know some people didn't think I was doing enough or doing things wrong and it kind of, sets you back a bit whereas actually it's being able to have those discussions with people and just say like hey doing anything can help and if it's, it doesn't have to be every day if you can't make it every day I've actually got two quotes and they're both from the slum flower on Instagram and she always puts up quotes um always kind of makes me think about things but I saw two today and um one of them is from it's a repost I actually don't know the original source but it says we are what we repeatedly do excellence then is not an act but a habit and I think that's a really nice one and then straight after that she put this up um, and it said I can forgive ignorance but what I can't forgive is a staunch commitment to it so I think that's really interesting because I think we're kind of expected to know everything almost so sometimes yeah. it's really nice when someone does come forward with another viewpoint and, and you're like oh okay that's and it opens up a discussion and it's remembering these discussions it doesn't make the other person a bad person you know of we can have differences of opinion but yeah I think I just think that that was a really lovely lovely quote because sometimes you don't know things or everything and then somebody goes oh hang on you know did you know this and um, you know it really strikes the chord so I love her Instagram do do go on because it's it's always got loads of great quotes so true. It did remind me actually of another quote I was given um, by a lovely girl called Josie on Twitter, which was by Stella McCartney. And it said, you'd, it's something like you'd rather do a little of something than a lot of nothing. And I like that as well. I was like, yes, that. I am nodding. My hair's going everywhere. <laughs> I love that. But yeah, I hope, I, I feel like it is a really meaty topic and I feel like I could talk about it for quite a long time. But I just feel like it's something that me and Liv like we kept having these conversations because it was almost like we felt like we couldn't do anything because nothing was right. Because you can really yeah. get in that mind frame where you're like, hang on, but nothing I'm doing is... I think we were scared to talk about it as well because we were like, oh, do we know enough about it? And actually just having a little chat about it isn't like, I don't know, you can start, so you've got to start somewhere. Yeah, exactly. And I think a big change is going to come in the way in our habits and the way we consume and you know the people in power they're the people that we need to get in contact with you know um, I love in um there's a really great girl on Instagram called Trashes for Tossers and she 
basically. I was going to ask about to recommend her because I had less. <laughs> Look at your face. Oh, um, and there's some really amazing zero waste supermarkets, and there's a really great one in Berlin. But we don't have that many available to us in the UK. So, um, yes, let's do what we can, but let's also like start making some noise for the people at the top can, that can actually implement those changes. Hundred um, percent. I actually, I'm going to add a couple. One more thing. One more thing before we wrap up. And last week, I got sent a lovely message from a girl called Sophie, who I followed for a while. Um, hang on, let me just grab her message. Can I just uh, interrupt and say the slum, the slum flower's name is Shadira because I kept saying she, and um, her name just wasn't coming to me. And uh, it's as I say, who's she? The cat's mother. She, she, she. Um, so Sophie sent me a message, and she runs the blog A Considered Life, and she sent me a list of a few websites. Um, which are all kind of a bit fashion and lifestyle, but they're all looking at more less less impact on the environment, basically. And I've thought I'd share a couple of those for some further reading. Um, I haven't had a chance to look at all of them yet, but there are a few that do sound amazing. One of them was is trash trash is for tossers. Um, another one is moralfibers.co.uk, um, and then there was www.litterless.com. And then there was www.seasons-and-salt.com. And there's just so many, but I feel like if I send over a few and you can get started and hopefully we can carry on this conversation on the Facebook group. I am also going to, my friend Han Bullivant runs a website called Seeds and Stitches and she has a really amazing cleaning products DIY guide and it's been in the back of my mind for ages and ages and I'm actually going to test out some of our homemade cleaning products and I will report back it's on my kind of summer bucket list because Ooh. she does a lot of things like bicarbonate of soda supposed to be unbelievable and I love cleaning so but again it needs to be practical you know I've only got so many hours in the day to clean um so I'll um that's another one worth looking at and yeah I will get back to you with the results in a few weeks I would be very, very keen to hear how that goes as well. But um, I really enjoyed that. You've got a barbecue waiting for you, haven't you? I've got a barbecue and Love Island in 15 minutes. So um, as, as lovely as this has been. I've got um, a magnum waiting for me and I probably need to find some better packaging solutions for magnums. But until then, I'm going to have to go and enjoy an almond magnum, I'm afraid. Um, I can also hear my child who sounds a little bit upset because it's past her bedtime. So I will speak to you all next week. Yeah, I hope you enjoyed this and we didn't get too deep, but I did have, I really loved having this chat. Yeah, and let's start um, a positive conversation um, in the Facebook group. Let's do it. Have a great week. And you, see you later. Bye.